You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the show. Thank you for making us your first listen here on this Tuesday. A lot to get to, like usual. We recap what we learned from Monday media availability for BYU. Kalani Sitake, as well as some of his players speaking to the media. We'll get to all of that. We'll also update you guys on the latest when it comes to the quarterback situation for BYU. Who might be under center for the Cougars on Saturday? We'll try and dig into that as well as catching you guys up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News. Today's title sponsors are friends over at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, without further ado, though, here on a Tuesday, let's get rolling. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 5th, 2021. What's good, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And I hope you all are doing great out there wherever you might be out there in Cougar Nation. Plenty to get to ahead on today's show, but a quick reminder as we get things going. Thank you once again for making us your first listen every day. Hope you guys make sure you download the show. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just to name some of the bigger names out there, or a myriad of other podcast providers. Please make sure you join us every day and make sure you guys stay up to speed on everything going on with the Cougars. Uh, One thing, by the way, before we get going here, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to the Boise State game this Saturday. Very much looking forward to that. Now, let's really get rolling here and talk a little bit about what we learned from BYU media availability yesterday. Kalani Sitake speaking to the media as he typically does on Mondays, his weekly press conference. And very interesting comments from him, obviously, about coming off that Utah State win and now getting ready for Boise State. So let's let you first hear what his overall evaluation is about the Broncos and what they bring to the table as the Cougars get ready to take them on on Saturday. I think for us, it's the names we notice. This is a rivalry game for us where uh, it's something that we're familiar with, seeing all these guys on the field again and, and them returning. And Bachmeyer is a really good quarterback. He's re- efficient. He knows how to spread the ball out and he has great targets to throw to he can also run he's athletic you put that with all the receivers that they have the tight ends big targets they have a core of running backs that can run the ball a number of i think like four guys that we looked at that are guys are going to get carries and then um you know i think they have one of the most dynamic receivers in college football i think shakir is a really good player well coached team so i know that they've been like a lot of the teams have been, been dealing with injuries and banged up guys and so they're a really tough opponent i know we're gonna get their best shot i know they're head coach and he's going to get them ready so I'm really excited about this week I'm excited about the matchup I think they have a physical line big old line and D line and active backers and, and, and DBs and so be a good matchup it's going to be a lot of fun Kalani Sitake does not like to show up opponents, but I can tell you this much. There are two glaring weaknesses for Boise State so far this year, and they're kind of funny that they're actually weaknesses for Boise State because for many years, they've been thought to be strengths of the Broncos. 
on offense, their rush offense is not good. BYU should go into this game thinking they can do the exact same thing to Boise State, if not worse than what they did to Utah State. The Aggies, for comparison's uh, per, per, or comparison's sake, excuse me, they rushed for over 200 yards a game on average going into that matchup with BYU. They tallied a grand total of 30 some odd yards in that loss to the Cougars. Well, Boise State, by the metrics, has actually been worse statistically than than Utah State. So BYU's defense has got to be licking their chops, thinking, okay, we're going to go get after this. And it's kind of funny to think about because George Halani, their star back there for Boise State, a former four-star prospect, just has not panned out as expected, it seems like. Offensive line has had some issues for Boise State. But in addition to that, conversely, on the defensive side of the football, Boise State can't stop anybody from running the football. They are 2-3, and three, and teams have beaten them up with the ground game. So I, I'm not going to tell Aaron Roderick and the rest of the BYU Offensive Brain Trust how to go about game planning, but, man, it sure feels like what you did against Utah State, you could probably just kind of rinse, reuse, and recycle and run it out there again and let Tyler Algier just run wild on the Boise State Broncos. Obviously, Boise State will see that stuff on film, and they'll be game planning for it, obviously. But those two glaring weaknesses are things I think BYU should be planning to take care of or take advantage of going into this matchup. In addition to getting ready for Boise State, the Cougars are 5-0. and They're ranked number 10 in the country, and obviously they're starting to become rumors or what, what would you say, whispers of BYU making an outside bid at the college football playoff at bare minimum the New Year's Six Bowl game. Well, Kalani was asked, how do you deal with the expectations for your players and how do you kind of talk to them about those expectations that folks have for them? And here's what he had to say in that regard. It's one of those things where we need to stay hungry and you keep working. If everybody thought that we would be this, we would have been ranked number 10 preseason. There's still a lot of more opportunities for us to shock people and um, there's still more for us to do. So I think we've got to keep that edge. We'll talk about it as a team. We always talk about it. The guys are really focused. I appreciate our coaches and our players being ultra focused on this week. And um, we saw a lot of great things last Friday, but we saw a lot of opportunities that we missed out on too. So I love that these guys are willing to learn and, and trying to get better. They're looking forward to today's practice. So it's going to be a lot of fun for us to get out there and try to find ways to get better and get guys, some guys healthy and we'll see what happens when we get to Saturday. Focus, have an edge, stay hungry. All buzzwords in that clip from Kalani Satake, and he's not wrong. You do need to keep these guys motivated because they've only won five games. The season isn't even half over at this point, and you've got to continue to win. If BYU wants to make it to your New Year's Six Bowl game or mount that outside at-large bid for the college football playoff, no matter how foolhardy I believe that is going to be, you've got to be able to go out there and win these games. A game like this week, considering your quarterback situation, which we're going to dig into here in just a moment, is very dicey. Well, on paper, I get why uh, the Las Vegas odds makers or books ma- book odds makers at large, bookmakers, whatever you want to call them, around the country, put BYU as a one and a half or a two and a half point favorite to start things out. Obviously, a lot of money coming in on BYU, and it moved the line. Last I saw, I was saying around five. It may have moved even higher than that in favor of BYU. I know at betonline.ag, it opened up at two and a half and has moved up from there. But it's just... It screams to me that BYU's got to continue to just manage their expectations in-house. 
obviously people around them are going to talk. Guys like myself are going to talk about this program and the expectations and what they possibly might be able to accomplish if they were to keep winning. But they cannot buy into their own press clippings. Any of you who watch Ted Lasso right now, Nate, uh, one of the assistant coaches, a character that... I'm not the biggest fan of on the series. Well, he is kind of the victim or the uh, personification of a person who reads his press clippings and gets a little too big of his uh, the head and getting too big for his britches. He's going to get humbled at some point, just kind of the arc in that story. I know it's fictional, but it's something that BYU players absolutely can take to. And by the way, speaking of Ted Lasso, Aaron Roderick uh, to Pete Thamel from Yahoo Sports called Kalani Sitake the Ted Lasso of the college football world. And Kalani had an interesting response as to what he thought of being classified as the Ted Lasso of the college football ranks. I don't know enough about Ted Lasso to make a comment on that one. So I don't, I'm not trying to promote other TV shows and everything like that. I'm just so focused on what we're doing as a team. The culture, listen, it's, I wish I could say it's something that's original and unique to what I know, but it's stuff that I grew up with. You know, I've had a lot of people that have really spent a lot of time and their energy in helping me, mentor me and bring me along the way. And that's from family, friends and coaches along the way. So I was able to thrive in an environment that Lavelle provided for us when I was a coach. And so I take all those things that Lavelle did and all the things I learned as a kid and as a coach and look at the stuff that I can combine with what Bronco did and what Croton did and, and what I learned from other coaches along the way like Kyle and others and other mentors that are out there like Andy Reid and other coaches that are available and just try to put something together that, that I think could make it, make it work and focused on players and focus on us trying to get better and trying to love and learn as much as we can. Well Kalani may not know much about Ted Lasso as a series and all that but I can tell you this much there are a lot of things about Ted Lasso that absolutely apply to Kalani Sitake, but really cool to hear him talk about what he's done to build the culture inside the BYU football program, and obviously they're doing something right, especially considering they have won 16 of their last 17 games, and absolutely in I try to say incredible and impressive at the same time, incredibly impressive outcome for BYU over the past season and a half, and Fingers crossed and knock on wood, it keeps on rolling here for the BYU football program. Now, obviously, there's a huge question mark at BYU's quarterback position. Who might the quarterback be? An interesting question on a Twitter Tuesday came in on my social media feeds. We're going to get to that. It relates to the quarterback position. We'll touch on all of that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. This is a really cool concept, folks. If you are a Daily Fantasy fan, I want you guys to check out Prize Picks. It's Daily Fantasy Made Easy. They offer more college football props than anybody else in the world and offers all the star players of the Power 5 level as well as mid-major players you may not have ever heard of. They offer any prop you can think of and the best part is you pick 2-5 to five players per entry and then you take the over or the under based on the numbers that are projected for them and you can win up to 10 times back on any entry and it's just you versus the numbers. You're not competing against other folks. It's you versus the house. Really, really simple. The best part about it the entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. And right now, all of you that go into deposit and use the promo code Locked On can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure, once again, to use that promo code Locked On. The best part is Price Picks. You can do it on their website, PricePicks.com, or you can download their award-winning app in your app store. It's a fantastic resource, and it's safe and offers fast withdrawals as well. So don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use that promo code Locked On for that. match up to $100 or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy 
made easy. Today's show, as we mentioned in the open, our title sponsors, our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts you need for your vehicle. So why would you endure the questions at that store when they're looking things up on a computer, when you've got a computer literally in your pocket on your smartphone, or you've got a computer at your house, that you can go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your vehicle at all times. That's what I love about this resource. Their goal at Rock Auto is to both save you time and money when using their website. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from the chain store, just $216 from Rock Auto. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. They've got everything you could ever need, folks. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. If you want to put shag carpet in there, I'm sure they've got an option for you guys. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for all of your auto part and body needs. Once again, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Auto.com. Want to thank you guys once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We absolutely love being with you guys, and I love being with you guys, talking all things BYU every day, making sure you guys, as some of you like to make fun of me on social media for saying, the smartest BYU fans in any given room, but that is my sincere goal. That's my overarching goal when I started this podcast over three years ago working with David Locke was to make you guys the smartest BYU fans by giving the most relevant relevant information as quickly as possible. So thank you once again for your support. Now, BYU's quarterback situation is obviously a big old question mark. Three different guys could potentially be in action this week pending recovery from injury and the like, but very much mums the word out of Provo, as Kalani Satake said during his media availability yesterday. As far as right now, they're all still in contention to play this Saturday, so until we practice and get a look at them, no one's been taken off. So right now, as today, everyone's still available to play. There you have it from the horse's mouth. In this case, Kalani Sitake saying that all three quarterbacks are in play. It is my sincere belief that Baylor Romney can probably take him off the list at this point because a question came in yesterday from one of our listeners, and I appreciate the question, actually, because it made me have a chance to go and do some research on this to get you guys a good answer for this. So want to give a, a shout-out to Josh Helmstad. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Josh. He's at Josh Helmstad, H-J-E-L-M-S-T-A-D. He says, could you take us through what the concussion protocol consists of and what are the steps that Baylor has to clear? Why the earplugs and shades? And he was wearing those earplugs and shades as we saw in some pictures from the Utah State game. I know that part of it is a lot of times when you have concussion, usually you have sensitivity to light and sound. It's just, it's part of the deal. Many of you who had migraine headaches can relate to this. It's symptomatic similar to that, but a lot more serious as we all have learned that uh, CTE, uh, traumatic head uh, trauma is not good for our brains. We're all very clear on that, I hope, at this point. But 
the the thing is that I think there's science becoming better and better at making sure that guys are healthy when they return to action. So I went out and did some research looking into this to try and find you guys a better answer for what exactly Baylor Romney is facing as he tries to get back onto the field to play for the BYU football program. And some interesting notes came out of that. And what it is is that the final determination of unrestricted return to sport is for, comes from a team physician or a medically qualified physician designee. Now, each NCAA student-athlete before their season, so we're, say, we're saying this past year before training camp, all BYU football players undergo what they call baseline testing. And it measures your cognitive function and all that stuff to set a baseline I know, really, really unique term there for what normal brain activity and function is for that individual player. Everybody has a different way their brain works. We're all clear about that, I hope. And then when you have a concussion, you undergo testing to see how different things are. Now, you have to kind of progress through the steps that are in this. And what it is, the NCAA student athlete with concussion must undergo a supervised stepwise progression management plan. This comes directly from NCAA org by the way, by a healthcare provider with expertise in concussion that specifies one, symptom limited activity, two, light aerobic exercise without resistance training, then sport specific exercise and activity without head impact, then non-contact practice with progressive resistance training, finally unrestricted training, and then when you finally get cleared to return to action, it's called unrestricted return to sport. So if you're keeping track at home, that is one, two, three, four, five, six different steps that need to be accomplished. And in this, it says, quote, uh, there's a little asterisk next to the final one, unrestricted return to sport. Unrestricted access return to sport is typical for each step to be over or about 24 hours for progression. So if Baylor Romney, and I am of the opinion this is going to be hard to do, but had Friday, he gets that concussion. Saturday, he gets in there for testing. And beginning Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he were to progress through each one of these spots. Well, in theory, he could be cleared early Saturday for that game against Boise State. I'm of the opinion that is not going to happen because everybody recovers from concussions differently. And by and large, if you get a concussion... I would essentially rule you out for the next game at bare minimum. I know there are guys like Patrick Mahomes out there who returned from a concussion, and there have been question marks about how quickly he returned last year during the NFL playoffs. But like I said, everybody progresses differently, and these doctors – it's their job. They have to make sure that they go out and look out for the best interest of these young men. So I don't think Baylor Romney is going to be able to play in this week's game. That leaves two options. Jaron Hall as well as Jacob Conover. Now, I talked to somebody on Sunday who said the early optimism is that Jaron Hall might be available to play this week. He's dealing with two separate injuries that I am aware of, and hopefully he's continuing to progress through them. A lot of it just kind of deals with pain management, not pain management, pain threshold, or just being able to kind of manage the pain and play through it, as well as just making sure that you're medically cleared to resume to action. It's kind of similar to what we just talked about with these concussion safety 
protocols. You have to make sure that you are looking out for the best interests of these student athletes and not putting them in harm's way. Would Jaron Hall be very happy to play again? I'm absolutely certain of that. But I am also of the opinion that BYU is not going to hesitate to sit him down for another week or two, however long it takes to get him fully healthy, and they will roll with Jacob Conover. I know that causes some indigestion and heartburn for some of you out there, but I think there are signs from that game against Boise State, even though it was a limited amount of throws and a limited playbook that BYU was operating with down the stretch, they show that Jacob Conover, I think, can work in this offense. You give him a full week and a full week for guys like Aaron Roderick as well as Fessy Satake to work with him and tailor an offensive game plan to his skill set, I think there are some different storylines that could play out in this game. Uh, Patrick Kinahan, who I work with on a day-to-day basis at DJ and PK, uh, he mentioned to me, well, isn't it kind of funny that last year there were a lot of Boise State fans saying that BYU only beat them because they had a third-string quarterback in the game, who, funny enough, is now a walk-on at BYU. Not actually not a walk-on. He's a redshirt this year in Cade Fennigan. Well, BYU might be starting a third-string quarterback in this game, and you can put you back to 2019, as I previously mentioned on the Monday edition of the show, that Baylor Romney was a third-string quarterback starting his first game in a BYU uniform when he led the Cougars to that upset of nationally-ranked Boise State at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in 2019. I'm telling you, folks, history repeats itself. The storylines sometimes write themselves, and we'll see how the week progresses. I'm hoping to hear more and more from our practice insiders throughout the week, and anything that I hear, you guys will hear as well. That is my promise to you. All right, coming up here in just a moment, though, we'll wrap up today's show with some of the news and notes involving BYU athletics. Men's golf in action early this week. How did they do in the first two rounds out in Colorado? We'll touch on all of that and a whole lot more momentarily. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Elevate Fitness. Many of you heard me talk about my weight loss journey over the past year or so. Folks, it's more than just the weight I have lost, and 40 pounds is great. Trust me. I'm feeling better. I'm sleeping better. It doesn't hurt to move as much. I'm able to exercise without being like, oh boy, here we go. That's what I love about that. But more importantly is that I'm metabolically healthy. I'm getting healthier. I'm feeling healthier. The goal here is to get rid of insulin resistance and I'd be frank if I did not have a clue what insulin resistance was really until I met with the guys over at Elevate Fitness. Rich Hart and his team are the best of the best. They laid things out in a very matter-of-fact way for me, explained what I was up against, and said, okay, here is the system we've got for you. We want you to, we want you to give it a shot. I'll be also honest in that the simplicity of the system didn't seem like it would work. It takes, obviously, some dedication to that system, obviously, to have the success. But I can say over the past eight months or so that I've been working with the guys over at Elevate Fitness, it's been a life-changing experience. I'm feeling better, as I mentioned. I'm looking better. And the best part is insulin resistance is becoming more and more of a thing of my past. That is what they want to do for you guys. So if you want to learn more about it, please go to their website, insuliniq.com slash elevate. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. You can learn more about what they're trying to do and what they're trying to teach you. And also book a free, no obligation consultation with Rich or one of the members of his team to learn more about this and see if it might be the right fit for you. As I mentioned, there is no obligation beyond that initial consultation and the initial consultation is free. So once again, go to insulin iq.com slash elevate to learn more and tell them that jay catch and locked on cougar sent you when you stop by 
One final time out to talk to you guys about our friends over at Sweatblock. Many of you have been in a situation where you've just been sweating profusely. Trust me, it happens to me almost on a day-to-day basis. But some of you probably have been in a situation where you've got a gigantic presentation that a huge uh, payday depends on. you got a first date with seemingly the woman of your dreams. And all of a sudden, you cannot stop sweating. We've all been there. We've all pitted out. That's where Sweatblock comes in, guys. They want to make sure that that is a thing of the past. You can wear what you want to wear. It's your little secret to confidence. It's a doctor-created and doctor-recommended wipe, and it works for up to seven days per use and is guaranteed to keep you dry. Yes, they have a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock does not keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show with Firefighters. It's also a bestseller on Amazon. It's been so for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews on Amazon currently. So go check it out, guys. You can go to their website. That's sweatblock.com. If you want to learn more, more, you can go there, but also you can save 20% off by using the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. You also can order it on Amazon or get it on your local Stevia's pharmacy shelves. But if you want to save that 20% off, it's at sweatblock.com using the promo code locked on. Before we go here on this Tuesday edition of the show, let's catch you guys up on some other news and notes involving BYU athletics. Let's start off on the gridiron. Ryan Rico, folks, he has got an absolute howitzer for a right leg. Well, he has been named to one of the Ray's eights. It's part of the Ray Guy Award Weekly. They award eight, or they not reward, they announce eight punters who have had a good week, and Ryan Rico was among the eight for week five of the season. They are now eligible for to be named Ray Guy Award Punter of the Week, which will be announced today. Uh, we'll have more on that tomorrow. If you want to vote for it, by the way, go to BYUcougars.com. You can go to the Ray Guy Award website and vote Rico for the Punter of the Week. He is currently fourth in the NCAA in punting average at 50.6 yards per kick. Uh, obviously, is just absolutely boom some incredible ones none bigger than the 83-yard program record. Just an absolute bomb. It's so cool to see him do his thing, and I believe he's got an NFL future whenever he decides to move on, but what a weapon he is, and congratulations to him on that award. I'm guessing it's probably not going to be the last time this season we're going to see him uh, be awarded or recognized on Ray's Great Eight or the Ray's Eight for Week 5 of the season by the Ray Guy Award Committee, but still very, very cool, and congratulations to Ryan Rico. Other note before we go here is BYU Men's Golf is in action at the 2021 Paintbrush Invitational at the Colorado Golf Club uh, that is being hosted by the University of Denver out there in Parker, Colorado. BYU will finish up round two play, which was suspended due to darkness, due to some delays. The Cougars are currently in second place at nine over par, eight strokes back of host Denver. Hopefully the Cougars can get things rolling as they finish out round two and obviously get ready for the final round on today the final round today not on today the final round today jake man get your language straight but nonetheless looking forward to it they won their season opener down at the william h tucker invitational and a good finish top three here seems to be in the cards for byu colorado state is one stroke back they've already finished their second round play they're at 10 over par so byu is an opportunity to pick up maybe a stroke or two before they round out round two action before going into round three so best of luck to the cougars as a try and finish things out 
out there in Parker, Colorado today. Looking forward to seeing how they do, and we'll have a full recap for you guys on tomorrow's podcast. Also on tomorrow's podcast, I'm still currently in the midst of compiling all the numbers and stats and all that stuff from week four of the NFL season. I'll have that recap for you guys. Our former Cougars in the Pros segment, as you guys have come to know it and love it, we'll have that for you guys on tomorrow's podcast. I want to thank you guys once again for your support of the podcast as always. It's an absolute privilege and an honor to be with you guys and stay up to date on social media with the podcast by following us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed where I weigh in on all things sports is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, you can email the show anytime you guys want. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Love hearing from you guys and getting your insights on all things BYU. So once again, thank you for making this your first listen. A reminder for you guys now to go listen to Locked On Big 12 for your second listen of the day. Josh Neighbors is doing an absolutely incredible job job and to get you up to speed on everything with the Big 12 news in less than 30 minutes. Download it free and available on all platforms wherever you get podcasts just like this one. Alright, that's going to do it. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 5th 2021 and we will catch you guys manana. Manana.